Welcome to Pathway Church Online. We're honored you tuned in today. It's our purpose to help each person believe in Jesus, belong to a church family, become a fully devoted follower of Christ, and build God's kingdom. We believe today's message will help you do just that. It will change your life if you listen and apply it. For more information about Pathway Church, please visit www.pathwaychurchok.com. Now, let's go together and hear today's message. You are made for worship. You have strings. Where's your strings? Your vocal cords. They do the exact same thing like a guitar string would just vibrate. If you were to take that guitar and vibrate those strings, your vocal cords do the exact same thing. They go And if you take your camera in there and slow them down, which I've had to do, they, they, you can see the vibrato of it. It's really cool. You have wind. Where does your wind? What's the wind for? You have percussion. You can clap. You guys aren't getting this. The very essence of your creation was to worship the living God. He put in you the ability to worship Him with every fiber of your being. Ezekiel 8 is not in your notes. Paraphrased. Talking about music, it's fascinating. It says, Lucifer, you are anointed in music. Something happened to the atmosphere when Lucifer played his music. Music carries an anointing. Music can bring the anointing of God into the room. Entire cultures are shaped by music. Have you ever watched Toy Story 2 and you've got Woody, Buzz, and Jesse in, in Toy Story 2 and Jesse is on sitting on a window seal looking out the window and this music comes on and all of a sudden these sad tones begin to come forth from music and you're enthralled in this movie and at 35 years old you're crying at a cartoon because the music took you to a place that you didn't know you could go. There's an anointing on music that will carry you to places you don't even realize that you should go, you want to go, or you don't want to go. So that means you've got to be careful with the music that you listen to. Dad mentioned this last week. I wanted to make note of it again. Ozzy Osbourne in 1980 came out with a song called Suicide Solutions. That year, suicide increased 400% than the year before. Don't tell me music doesn't carry power. These kids, these people that listen, they had no idea. They were just listening. They thought, this is harmless entertainment. I'm just listening to music. It was doing something on the inside of them because we were made for worship. You were made for music. You were made to express your love to God. And then the opposite way comes true. If you're not expressing that love towards God, what's taking place? The anointing expresses its love for Lucifer. Look at me. Music carries power. 
careful what you listen to. I'm not going to be your Holy Spirit. I'm not going to try to tell you don't listen to this or that. That's between you and God. But I want you during this next last 14 days of our fast, you go to God and say, all right, God, the music I'm listening to, are you happy with this? Is this drawing me into you? I get it. There's a balance. I'm not saying cut out everything, whatever, because you can't watch movies. I'm not saying that. But are those things... You ever, I, 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 this is an old school scenario. I don't really know. I don't know new musicians. But have you seen those YouTube videos of Elvis? And these fans are going absolutely insane because of a guy singing a song. He's not even that great of a singer. These people are going nuts. Why? There's an anointing on the music. You were made for worship. So whenever music starts, what does that do inside of you? It starts making things happen. So when the anointing comes into the room, is the anointing taking you to God or is the anointing taking you the other way? All right. So now Satan's been kicked out of heaven. We got that. There's an executive board. There's a position to be filled. We've got the angel Gabriel He's all about the word. You've got the angel Michael. He's all about praying. And now there's a position that needs to be filled. And hopefully by now you can answer this question. Who is the new worship leader? Who is the new worship leader? Who is the new worship leader? Yeah. Were you guys here when we talked about the, that, that uh, being together in the church? Oh, man, you missed it. Go back and listen to it. That, that ties in. <laughs> you are the new worship leader. You now have the same authority that the angels of heaven have that govern the body of Christ. Come on now. That's all. Oh, I'm going to run down that one. Okay. You were made to worship. You have the same elements on the inside of you that God said the three most important angels that run the kingdom of God have. I'm going to put it in my people. All right, so now you know how you were made to worship. Now we're going to look at why you were made to worship. You ready? This is going to go fast. Number one, three truths you need to know. Write down number one. God made me from him. God made me from him. In the creation account in Genesis 1, two things happen. You have some things that are made and some things that are created. Things that are made are, are things that come from something. Things that are created are things that come from nothing. An example would be something that's made would be um, uh, like a, a potter and a, and a clay vase. He takes a lump of clay and he molds it into a pot. He'd made something from something. Does that make sense? So in order for the pot to be a pot, there had to be clay. He had to take the clay and mold it into something. So that's made. We're good with that one? You're going to need to have a good understanding of this in a second. And it, things that are created would be uh, let there be light. Boom, there was light. There was nothing there before, so it was created. It was created from nothing. So things that are made are made from something. Things that are created are made from nothing. Does that make sense? 
All right, in your notes, Genesis 1.11 says, Let the land produce vegetation. Look at the green ink right below that. For everything that he made, he needed there to be a relationship from that which it was made from. Are you following that? You take a, a tree and the seed, you put it in the dirt. The dirt causes the tree to grow. If you take the tree out of the dirt, what happens? The dirt die or the tree dies. Where does the tree end up back? In the dirt. The tree is made in the dirt. The tree is only sustained when in the dirt. And the tree will return back to the dirt. Some of you are smart. You're getting ahead of me. You're, you're seeing, oh, I see where this is going. I'm going to confuse you. Terrence, I'm sorry to do this to you again, but man, it's just, it's, it's a teaching day. Were you made or were you created? He was right. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you how you're wrong too, so. <laughs> Genesis 1.26 says you were made from God. In other words, you came from God, you are sustained by God, and to God, you will return. And some of you who are smarter than Terrence would say, well, actually, the Bible says that you were made out of the dust. Doesn't it say that? Your physical body was made from dust. Your physical body is sustained by dust. Fruits, vegetables, all that. Your physical body returns to dust. God made you. He sustains you. And you return back to him. But what happens if you don't sustain with God? You don't return back to him. Number two. God made me to be with him. I'm gonna... Ephesians 5 says in your notes, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one. God uses this marriage analogy for us to understand what this next verse actually looks at. Verse 32, this is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Jesus and the church. He's using the marriage analogy, but he's talking about Jesus and the church. We are made to be with God. The kind of relationship where you talk to God every day, where you're friends, where you hang out. The example God came up with to best describe this would be marriage. He wants you to be close to Him. He never designed you to be a Sunday morning, one hour a week Christian. He designed you to be in constant relationship with Him. He designed you to be in constant communication with Him. He designed you because you were made for worship. Number three, we're going to close this down. Number one, God made me from him. Number two, God made me to be with him. Number three, God made me to express love 
to him. Write down those words, express love to him. God wants to love you back. John 4, 23 in your notes. A time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. Whenever you look at this word, there is a void that, that Jesus or God is trying to fill within the three. He is looking for the third person, that third angel. He's looking for the ones who's going to worship him in spirit and in truth. The Greek word for the word worship in your notes is the word proskunuos, and the word actually means to kiss. There is not a good translated word that we have. So if you look at the word worship, it actually means to kiss. And now you're thinking, well, were we supposed to kiss? God, this just kind of got weird up in here. What, what, where are you going with it? It's not like to kiss like a lover. Again, we talk about the words at the beginning. The punctuation means one thing. It means different things. The word worship means different things. And the word worship here means to kiss. But it's not like how uh, you would kiss your lover or kiss like that. It, it's more of a... Um, <laughs> have, you, have you met Maggie, my dog? No, you guys haven't met her? Mag, Maggie's the sweetest little girl. Um... Maggie, if, if I'm home and Adrienne and the kids are gone, uh, we've got cameras all the way around our house. And if, if they pull up, all of our phones and iPads, computer, and Maggie has learned when that sound goes off, that means someone's here. And she runs to the window to see if she recognizes mom's car. And then if she recognizes her car, what does she do? She gets all excited. She gets all excited. She goes to the door. Or if we're all gone... And uh, she hears the garage door go up. Uh, you go inside the garage door. You push open the garage door going to the house. You can barely push it open because Maggie's got her paws up against it. She's trying to get out. She is so excited to see you. That's the kind of worship that God is looking for. That is what that love means, is that you get so excited to worship God. You get your tail wagging, you get your tongue flapping, you get your every part of you, every essence of your body is just worshiping God. That's not crazy. That's every sports fan that goes to a football game. You look at yourself and you worship God with excitement, with joy, with everything that's in you. Because you You were made by God to be sustained by God, and you will return to God. You were made for worship. He had a vacancy, and he chose you to fill it. He gave you the resources in your body to worship him. Every fiber of your being was created to worship Him. Thank you for tuning in today. For more content like this, visit our website, www.pathwaychurchok.com to see the variety of ways you can download this content and so much more. It's our pleasure that you would tune in, and we believe that if you take the content you just heard, write down the parts that spoke to you, and work on a plan to apply it, you will not be the same person a year from now. We hope today you can take this content, apply it, share it, let it change you, and you can become all God has called you to become. Thank you again for tuning in. We'll be together again soon. Until then, keep growing.